0: Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. I just got done recording the episode you're about to see. It was with Justin Ballard. Now, this guy is on fire for God. It blessed me. This episode blessed me so much. It's going to bless you. It might challenge a lot of you, but listen to the beautiful, pure heart of this man and and the journey he's been on and the impact he's having on countless people. God is so good and he loves us so much. There's nothing you've done and there's nothing that's been done unto you that cannot be forgiven, that cannot be healed, that cannot be washed clean. Dear brother and sister, God loves us. He loves you. He loves me. He loves us. And the fruit of his love is undeniable. And you're going to hear that in this episode. So brother Justin, Ballard, thank you for coming on and everyone enjoy. Well, my brothers and sisters, like I said, I'm so honored to have Justin Ballard on the podcast. He was referred to me by my dear friend, Aaron Scotty, and speaks so highly of you, Justin. And I'm so honored to have you on, brother, and hear your story. And I know God's going to do mighty things with this podcast episode.
1: Likewise. So so great to be here. And uh, yeah, I see the incredible things God's doing in your life. It's really, really mm-hmm. amazing.
0: Oh, thanks, brother. Thank you. So tell us, I mean, you have, I would just want to hear your story from early childhood and how you got into the healing work that you're doing now. I know you've gone through your own journey.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm actually a country boy at heart. I was born and raised in Northern Idaho. So I uh, grew up and I think my first uh challenging job was working for the Nez Perce tribe which is an indian reservation wow. and um and planting trees uh so uh you got paid for every tree you planted so <laughs> i got big old sacks of trees and would go up and we would plant as many as we could and um we'd wrap this biodegradable uh mesh around them with these two sticks so these small little saplings would have a chance to really grow up and be strong and so uh that was oh my goodness i guess like about 26 years ago so it's a really It's been been a minute for sure. Um, And then after that, uh, I ended up uh, getting my high school diploma really early through homeschooling, which thank God I homeschooled after learning what's happening in our school system and programming. Um, And ended up going to Seattle. And in Seattle, I was washing dishes and uh, and I I had this passion for computers. Uh, So I ended up getting a job at CompUSA. And uh, in, in the 90s, CompuSA was was it. I yeah. don't know if there's, yeah, anybody really, these next generation, I don't know if they remember CompuSA. It was like, like
0: good guys, was it good guys? And CompuSA were like the two places, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and I think Radio Shack too. Uh, oh, sure. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, then Best Buy literally came and took them out. But um, but yeah, I ended up uh, taking all my uh, Microsoft certification classes at CompuTech University, which was free right. education from CompuSA and then from there it was just like the rust was history i ended up getting super passionate opened uh, my own computer company called elite computers um then ended up contracting getting into television and so i have patents now and um uh, basically telecommunication from conversion from analog to digital uh and that was a really big moment in history um and then i got uh, some u.s technology patents around optometry uh because i've always had issues with my vision and so uh programming in virtual reality and the oculus um, I was like, oh my goodness, this, I, need, I need glasses and virtual reality. So, um, so I ended up doing a lot of research and got some really cool patents around optometry as well. Um, but uh, my big story, I guess, would be is working in telecommunications and looking at screens all the time. Um, I started to have seizures uh, that were getting really, really out of control. So uh, in my early 20s, I started taking seizure medication. Um, then that gave me side effects, uh, and I started having horrible migraines. So then I got on painkillers Then I couldn't work because, uh, the painkillers made me loopy. Um, so then I got prescribed Adderall and then Adderall is basically like meth. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, uh, for ADD and then, um, I needed very, very high doses. And so I ended up basically becoming a walking pharmacy at one time. I was taking about 13 different medications, um, and, uh, just to feel normal. And of course, uh, uh, the feeling is something that you don't have when you're on that many medications, you kind of become like a zombie, uh, but it was extremely productive. I was like, uh, Mr. Number one and my job and everything that I was doing. Uh, but at the same time, uh, my, my body was declining. Uh, I was losing connection to my soul. Um, and, uh, and I became very, very lost. Uh, it's wild when you get on all those drugs, uh, how desensitized you are, you can not detect that there's demonic spirits um, and all these things that are entering into your field and your life before you know it, um, you're basically doing the will of these spirits rather than actually following God. Um, mm. so it was a big, big wake up call ended up having some blackouts, what they call a near death experience from, uh, overdosing on drugs. Uh, and that brought me to the Lord that brought me to Jesus. It brought me to, uh, literally brought me to the cross, <laughs> wow. uh, which is yeah. Which is wild because my whole life, I never thought in a million years that, um, I would be able to accept the cross and would be able to be where I'm at, um, and now I wear the cross proudly. And so, I've been baptized since May 6, 2018, um, and uh, I've left television completely. I don't work for um, uh, for these Fortune 500 companies or do any programming except for God. So I'm like God. You showed me behind the curtain. You showed me how dark programming is and what they can actually do to manipulate our children's nervous system um, and what I can do now with my life, which is help people um, understand what they're up against um, and to be able to show them and create tools uh, that can get them out of this zombie state, get them off the drugs, um, get them off the the curses um, and and clear their life. So I guess hopefully that was a good summary. But um,
0: <laughs> that's an amazing summary. Awesome. Um, awesome. Tell me about so where in northern Idaho where is it up by Sandpoint or um yeah, like so, honors Ferry that north
1: Yeah so I was born in a city called Lewiston so there's Lewiston oh, clarkson know, Yeah 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 and then my uh my family is up the river the Clearwater River right past uh, a Indian reservation called the Nez Perce and so mm. the city called Lapway um and so uh so Lapway um was this really cool I mean amazing people there just absolutely amazing and so Um, so I, I basically spent a lot of my childhood, um, running up and down the Clearwater river and and then the snake river comes into there and, um, pretty much was like a little wild man at times. So yeah, I definitely didn't, um, uh, didn't have what kids have today, which is addicted Mm -hmm. to their phones. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even know what a cell phone was and where my, my family's at, there's not even like, uh, passed up that area. Um, there's not streetlights. There's no like real grocery stores or name brands, um, and it's yeah, it's kind of heaven on earth uh, after living in the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> right. Yeah, the yeah. city of
0: angels is not heaven, Is not the city of heaven. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> no, no, not at all, yeah. not at all. But it's where <laughs> God called me to go and and um and uh, and make the biggest impact. So you know, I'm here not living for myself anymore. And so I started an organization called Just Hope. Um, and so we are a Christian nonprofit. And so we have a wellness center um, that has been focused on research. And so I'm working with several medical doctors. Um, we're researching homeopathy. Or we're researching um, the brain. So there's technology called the NeuroVisor that Aaron really loves. Yeah. And we're looking at seeing all these alternatives to actually help people calm their nervous system down to where they can actually figure out what's going on with them, not just a doctor telling you, hey, you have... Um, six months to live. Uh, And that could be literally a curse. When when a doctor tells you that they prove that at university, they're cursing you. Um, And so we got to break those curses. um, And then we also have to figure out what's the root cause of our disease. Otherwise, we're just managing um, a very slow, uh, painful uh, experience in this life. I don't want to say the word death. But uh, yeah, if you get poisoned enough, then your body's going to leave the earth.
0: Right, right. Solomon wrote that life and death are in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So when they speak death, we all have the power to speak life or death, but that's why we have to, you know, so often, you know, I want to get into your, your spiritual journey, but I just want to add this, or I guess pretext that so often the religious world or Christian world gets so caught up in the actions of people and what someone does, but essentially Jesus said, in that day, talking about the day we all come before God, in that day thou shalt give an account of every idle word thou was spoken. for by your words y'all shall she be justified, and by your words you shall be condemned. He doesn't say what you did. He doesn't say what you believed. He says what you said is what will be the judgment on our our lives. And why i I take that is so many of us are speaking one way, but our actions show another way. Or so many of us are just, we don't understand the power of our our words and what's either we're bringing life or death. And so when I love that you're saying that when the doctors say that, yes, that is a curse. That is a usurping of the most high God who knows all and that person declaring something that they are not in position of doing. So I think it's beautiful, brother.
1: Oh, wow! I'm, yeah, I'm so glad we're on the same page with that. Cause <laughs> it's been so eye-opening for me, you know, having all these different doctors and being, uh, at UCLA where I was in critical condition, mm. um, you know, and when my body started to fail, uh, I lost over a hundred pounds. Uh, so in a, in a year, I basically oh. went from this big athlete to 120 pounds where you can see my heart beating on my chest and they gave me some really terrible diagnosis and some, some news about, you know, how long I would be on this earth. Um, and not really, uh, I could feel, I could feel it come into my subconscious and create mm. fear and create all these spirits, right? So fear is a spirit. A spirit. Um, jealousy yeah. is a spirit. Grief is a spirit. Um, right. And so, yeah, so if it wasn't for um, Jesus coming in my life, those spirits would have taken me over. Mm. Uh, but instead, um, God came in. He's never early. He's never late. Came in right on time. And uh, and then it took me it <laughs> quite a few years. It gives me <laughs> yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: But yeah, the spirits left, and then I, I spent this time cleaning up my life. And then it um, took me a long time to walk again. Um, due to my seizures and the, the overdose, I ended up having paralysis on the right side of my body. So um, I was in a wheelchair and, and had assisted uh, being able to walk on a cane for uh, for about a year and a half. I struggled. Um, and so God eventually restored that to me. Now I climbed mountains barefoot. Uh, I had the pleasure of walking barefoot across Israel, and that was really amazing to to get there and just walk barefoot across the land and and feel the steps where Jesus walked and and where history was made and where the history is about to be made again. Um, and so, yeah, it's got me super excited, the, the times that we're in right now. And um, and it's all biblical. And yes. my scientific mind, um, I really wanted to prove the Bible was not real. Um, I really wanted to prove that after looking at some of the deeds of the churches and, and you know, for, of course, casting judgment, and instead, the deeper I got into it, the more I realized that it is real. And um, and we just have to, again, su- we're suffering from lack of understanding, to understand that Jesus is actually here um, to love us and that we've been given a great commission to love and make the world a better place. That's right. Um, yeah. So it's been really awesome. And I've seen um, we've seen so many miracles here. Uh, I just finished 21 days of prayer and fasting. And so uh, for every morning, I was up at 7 a.m. at church. And then I only did uh, liquid for 21 days. So I was just, oh, I was so hungry for some solid food. Um, but every day God was just bringing us further and further. And in that 21 days, I mean, we saw miracles happen. I saw a girl, um, literally, uh, we had a, a woman that got up and walked. She hasn't walked in six years. Um, and it was just incredible to see the miracles that were happening over that. And, um, and yes, there's technology we use and, um, you know, we have light therapy and lasers and electricity and magnets. Um, But it was actually her faith. It was prayer. Um, And God was able to, uh, to help heal some really, um, I don't want to say disturbing, but some really heavy thoughts that are in her subconscious. And when those healed, communication restored in the body. And she was, she's 29 years old, and she was walking again. And I was like, wow. And so we posted that on our, um, our Instagram page. And it was so inspirational um, to hear her share her story. And everybody's crying and Um, And that's, that's where we're here right now. We're in this miraculous time where God, um, God's moving in a big way. So we're seeing people that haven't been able to walk, walk again. Um, uh, Our general manager here, his name's Brandon. He just got back from Africa and they have three blind people see again. Uh, They had a person born deaf hear again. And then they had over uh, 300 other miraculous healings um, that this group documented in, in Zambia, Africa. Wow. And I was like, wow. I was like, talk about getting you motivated to get out there yeah. um, and get, get in the word.
0: <laughs> I love that. What was your, just taking it back to growing up for seconds for context, what was your spiritual upbringing or did you have any worldview in your home? Like growing up next to the reservation, did any of that, the tribal, like, I guess, what was your upbringing with that?
1: You know, it's interesting. Uh, Genetically, when I was at UCLA, we did some blood tests, and um, I do have some Jewish blood in me, which is mm-hmm. wild. Um, so a little bit of the uh, Ashkenazi Jewish. Uh, mm-hmm. But my upbringing was was very um, uh, not. Uh, it was not to follow the cross. Uh, it was a. It was kind of, um, yeah. I wouldn't call it Christianity, but I uh, mm-hmm. we didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't partake in actually a relationship with the Lord and 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 really having Jesus in my life, and so I never was able to let Him in. Uh, mm-hmm. So my childhood was very. Um, In fact, I was hoping one day that all the the churches and the crosses would burn down (laughs) Um, because it just I felt like that that was actually the enemy. Um, And then as I found the Lord and accepted the Lord and really understood um, what the cross stands for and how Jesus died uh, on Calvary for us. And then there's so much something so much bigger. And you got to have an intimate relationship with with God. And you also have to meditate. I mean, the Bible says very clearly um to pray and meditate and unfortunately those words have been cut out out of most of the Bibles and so I went back yeah and I looked back in these old Bibles and um it's not there you got to go back to the original King James um but yes it's very clearly
0: and that's all I there I have to say this because you just brought it up and I was going to say that no other religion on the earth has their sacred text Translated over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, at all. The Quran has three versions, the Torah has two, the Bible has more than 500 different versions. The King James Bible is such an important text. It is what our founding fathers in this country read. It is, yes, they have the Geneva Bible, but the Geneva Bible is the sixth. The King James Bible, the seventh Bible written in the English language, which is interesting because in uh, Psalm 12, it says, um, actually, let me grab this. It's really interesting. Oh, please do. Because this is something I'm, I'm fascinating You're right. Because Je- Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man. So we're talking about how a man is blessed. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but... His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, does he meditate day and night? And what is the law? The law is not the, the 613 mitzvahs of Judaism. The law is not the 10 commandments. The law is the Shema, hero Israel. The Lord thy God is one Lord and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And second, like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is what we are to meditate on every day in every moment, it's to be in that place of meditation. And I often heard that I like this saying that prayer is us talking to God, but meditation is God talking to us. And it's such a, um, a beautiful flip of the script where it's like, people are like, well, I don't hear God anymore. It's like, well, are you meditating? <laughs> you know, like, are you meditating? But I have to read this because the King James Bible is the only one that says this. And I think this is fascinating. So for clarification, everyone listening, I recommend getting the King James Bible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, throw away those um, other Bibles. <laughs> throw <laughs> yes. away sixty five
0: thousand words less in the NIV. There are sixty five thousand less words in the NIV than there are the King James Bible, and that's why they have to fill it with all the extra words and commentary. Because if people saw thin, that they they've gutted these Bibles. Anyway, this is interesting. I, I just have to share this with you, brother. Psalm twelve. It says, Psalm 12, verse six says, the words of the Lord are pure words. Now we're talking about what we speak, life and death. You know, it's like the words of the Lord are always gonna be pure. They're always gonna be health. So the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shall keep them, O Lord. Thou shall preserve them from this generation forever. So fascinatingly, the King James Bible, which was originally called the Authorized Version, was the seventh Bible in the English language ever written. It was the it was, I believe, the fulfillment of that Psalm chapter twelve, verse six, purified in the earth seven times. God is God is so amazing. What is going on? Like I love, it. dude, you're firing me up. First of all, I love <laughs> your pure heart for God and just how you share it. But scripture in, in the word of God is so precious and so pure and so ignitingly powerful that when we take away the judgments and just sit with the text, it's it's incredible. So I just wanted to share that. I love that you said the meditation is in the King James Bible. And I am a huge proponent of getting a King James Bible. Aaron knows that. I was like, dude, get it. Yeah.
1: Yeah me too. I was in shock when I realized what they've butchered out of the Bible and then yeah. um and then also too like uh, when I finally learned how to meditate and and like really go into scripture and and pray the Bible reads you and yes. I mean it is it is alive. And I I of course tried to prove the Bible wrong. I went back into the King James and I'd used cipher code and I broke out all the Hebrew language and the Greek language and I broke it out by each individual writer. And I looked for repetition codes or hypnotic coding. That's like mm-hmm. like television. And you know, the best part of waking up.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's vultures in your you gut. <laughs> that's
1: right. I don't
0: know if you want <laughs> me to say it, but there you go. Yeah. No,
1: no, yeah. You're you're hypnotized too. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so um and so, but that's the thing. We're actually made to to learn. And and so when I looked deep into it, I was like, what if you were to read the Bible and and subconsciously really understand it right? Because remember, we're only 5% conscious, 95% of what's going on is the subconscious, just like your computer, you could be surfing the internet, but there's a ton of things that are happening behind you. There's Mm -hmm. all kinds of um, algorithms that are going in. And sometimes there's malware and spyware and viruses and, Mm -hmm. um, and worms. just like a human body. um, Mm -hmm. And we're biological computer. And so um, what is being put into your coding, what's being put into your programming. And when I broke it out, it, it does. It has hypnotic code in it that um, I had to break it up by all the individual writers and I had to put every word based off the periodic table into actual numbers. And Greg Braden does this as well. Um, mm-hmm. He did it differently, though, um, about reading the DNA. I was looking at it to see if it actually has what's going to change in your subconscious. And when you're done reading the Bible, there are three mathematical formulas that are absolutely perfect. Um, and when you translate those numbers back into words, the first one is heaven mm-hmm. um, and the second one is forgive. And the third one is song, and I was like, "Wow!" And if you break them out in cipher code, all those numbers have to equal a single digit um, uh, value, and so they all equal one. So heaven forgive song all equal one in cipher code, and I was like, "Wow!" So there is one one true God, um, and then we and when you read the Bible, it's really our, our eyes are set on heaven. And to get there we have to have forgiveness we have to forgive ourselves we have to forgive others yes. um, and then we're made to worship we're made to be a song for the lord and we're here to praise that that's really truly the ultimate mission why we're here on this planet mm. um and we have to love and that's the problem i found is so many people in my life especially working in television we're all about judgment like yeah. judging you judging you don't talk to them don't talk to them and then you're, you're literally cutting off your brothers and sisters. Um, and so um, so it was really important to get away from that judgment and really focus on like, okay, God, um, I need a relationship with you. I need to hear what you want me to do with my life. Um, and God's asked me to do some pretty wild things, especially the past few years. Um, and it's been, yeah, it's been so rewarding. I've seen miraculous blessings that I never thought possible. I had to get out of my own head. And really surrender the ego, surrender all of that to see people walk again, to see. Um, I was at a concert with Michael Terrell. I don't know if you heard of Whole mm-hmm. um, And uh, he did a big healing. He tuned all the instruments. He went to Israel and studied the frequencies of King David. So when ba- when Saul would go into this bipolar episode and start throwing yeah. spears, yeah. David would come in and rock out. And, um, and that frequency that he was using would literally take him out of this bipolar episode, just kind of like when we take medication. And so he was, Michael was looking for frequencies to get people off drugs and actually calm them out of anxiety and attacks Mm. and Holy come over him. I mean, he's actually taken a guitar. With Holy Spirit tuned to these frequencies of King David, he calls them the keys of David and played on top of people's tumors. And they've instantaneously went away. Just like you see in some of these like prayer revival where people are praying and casting a yeah. demon, yeah. see tumors, but he was doing it with a guitar and Holy Spirit was coming through him and he was rocking out like King David. Um And I was like, wow, I got to witness um, the Holy Spirit coming through worship. And it was like, wow this is what we were made to be and we're made to do um and so yeah so I have every breath that I take um I'm I'm here to help um humanity and and make a difference and, and give all glory to God uh it's really there's a big opportunity right now um mm. to, to take this knowledge that's coming into us and and share it with the world and wake the world up um and it's our perfect time it's the Jubilee coming up in uh yeah. oh my yeah. goodness jubilee. yeah yeah yeah. 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 The books are are opening real soon. <laughs> wow. yeah.
0: There's a Paris Reedhead, one of the famous preacher that I loved. He said that humanism states that the end of all being is the happiness of man. Mm. But biblical Christianity, I have to always qualify, but biblical Christianity states that the end of all being is the glory of God. So does God want to make us happy? Yes, but as a byproduct, the Bible says happy is the man whose trust is in the Lord. When we trust, when we are walking in that right relationship, happiness will be the byproduct, but humanism has made it the prime product that people are seeking, but they'll never find. And that's why they can market. And like you were saying, hypnotize them to buy more and more materialism and take them off the path. And I'm coming out with uh, my second book. I'm going to send Aaron, actually the manuscript uh, later tonight. But I said, it was once called the Tower of Pisa. In one of my chapters, it was once called, no one. now it's the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And I explained what happened in the architect and he didn't understand the soil was soft on one side and it didn't have the density to keep the tower straight. And I said, a half degree off will lead to the whole thing coming down. And this is why it's so important the Bible because the Bible is the seed and we sow the seed and the seed produces fruit. But if you genetically modify the seed, you don't get the right fruit, or if you cut the scene in half, you don't get any fruit whatsoever. And so the word is so important. And and man, brother, you, got, you have me fired up right now. Uh it's it's really incredible. What um I man, the frequencies, these cathedrals were once healing chambers, they had the bells and the organs, and they played these massive you know, 300 piped organs and coming boom, boom, boom. And like, I can just imagine the frequency in that. And people, no wonder they're living hundreds of years. They tell us, see, the lie is that humans only live 40 years, 50 years. And like, oh, you should be happy if you live 80 years. That's yeah. a lie. It's a lie.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man, brother. Tell me more. Like, uh <laughs> I'm fascinated yeah. now.
1: Uh, well, right now I'm, I'm definitely you're right on, right on point with the frequencies, and that has been a big part of my research, uh, you know, the past 10 years, um, I've been really struggling with my health and God has really restored me, but also he's helped me earn it right. The, they tell the story of the, of the two cocoons with the butterfly and the boy goes in and helps open the cocoon for the first butterfly it comes out and it's not strong enough and dies, but he doesn't open the second cocoon and it struggles and it fights and it fights and it fights mm-hmm. and it comes out and now it's strong enough to survive. Right. And so, and so these past 10, 10, years, I've been that, that butterfly coming out of that cocoon. Uh, and I've been so blessed to get through these struggles and now I'm strong enough, um, to really like stay in focus, overcome the flesh. Like I don't drink coffee. I don't take any medication. Um, and, uh, especially after this fast, now I'm very, uh, very dialed in with my food. Um, but I, I had to buy a microscope. Uh, the um, The doctors kept saying, oh my goodness, there's something wrong with your blood. Uh, my, one of my doctors actually wrote a letter to NIH Helix and I got an NIH Helix, which is the undiagnosed disease program because my blood was so mutated and so off the charts. Um, so I hired a doctor, um, and uh, I've been doing some amazing consultation with, like, the Edison Institute and looking at um, blood, uh, dry blood samples, light blood samples, dark field, phase contrast, bright field, um, looking at my blood in all of these different scenarios and being able to apply frequencies to the blood in real time. I can actually watch the blood transmute and move. And it's been so incredible, especially with COVID and all these wild things that are coming out, the yeah. things that I've been able to discover and see. Um, and I just, uh, I've been so blessed. I was like, God, I have a pretty crummy microscope. Mm. And then, um, and then uh, this incredible uh, blessing came in and I now have the world's most high powered uh, microscope out of Japan. So I'm able to look inside of the cells now, before I could just see the cells. Now I can actually look inside the cells and see if you have worms crawling inside of cells. cells. Um, and so I'm not a doctor, um, but I uh, have been looking at my own blood now for, uh, for many years. And, uh, and it's been eye-opening to see um, what I eat, how it affects me, what I listen to, how it affects me. You know, we're listening to these terrible songs, this rap music. It's actually eating your soul. It's feeding on Mm. your soul. Um, And you can actually see your blood react to these terrible frequencies. And so, um, you know, I had to stop cussing. Um, God told me to stop cussing because also when you cuss and you say a cuss word, you're actually feeding spirits. You're giving them energy. Um, and so just like parasites, if you go out and you eat terrible food, you you live on fast food, right? There is no such thing as fast food. <laughs> right. um, you're poison, right? So you're feeding these parasitic energies. You're feeding these disease, this disease inside of you. Um, and so it's so important that we actually watch our words. And we also, uh, when we eat, it's a very sacred thing. This is a temple given to you by God. And so are you praying before you eat? Are you praying before you drink? Um, or are you so impatient or out of control with your life? that you're not actually valuing um, the food that God just provided for you. The the, the mm-hmm. air in your lungs is not yours, it's God's. Um, and so it's been a huge perspective change for me, especially you know going so unconscious in the drugs, immoral in the world, in the television mm-hmm. industry. And then now like sitting here and like spending my days at church and praying for people all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the blood does not lie and the toilet doesn't lie. And so when you look at the blood um, in real time, I can take my blood out. I can go in, I do a neurovisor therapy, which is these lights that spin and Aaron probably told you a lot about it. It's unbelievable. Uh, We just finished clinical trials. We got white papers. um, That's going to be published in Townsend letter, which is a medical journal in October. So we're, we're going up, we're going global uh, in about two months. Wow. Um, And I could see um, the blood being folded and stressed, right? So when you're stressed, your blood stops absorbing nutrition. Uh, it's like a solar panel and it's like you, you close the solar panel Mm -hmm. and after you run and truly relax your limbic system, which is fight or flight response, your nervous system completely calms down. Then your blood opens up and then it glows. And it's just like, Whoa, the sun just came up. Um, and that's been so eye opening for me to actually visually see it. And the blood's not even in your body. It's like you're in one room I'm looking at your blood in another room on a microscope and i'm seeing you react and that's called quantum entanglement yes. um and so that has a whole nother meaning to when people spit on you and curse you that spit is actually alive <laughs> and it's transmitting um so yes yeah, so it's it's it, um be very careful with other people's dna especially if they have bad intentions to you get it off of you as soon as possible yes,
0: yes. that's why paul said lay hands on no man suddenly lest thou be partaker of their sin." It's really important that we don't you're at are you're, you're here's what's cool about what you're doing, brother is a, is a, I mean, one of the cool things, but I mean, you are validating the veracity of the Bible and, and you're proving the truth of God in a day that I don't think many people are going to go get the Bible, but they are going to listen because so many people are sick. They're going to start crying out for help and, it's incredible. It's like um, when my daughter, my oldest daughter is 12, when she was, or she's 11, she's about to turn 12. When she was born in February, I was sitting in the uh, hospital, one of the visits prior to her being born. And I'm reading that vitamin K is the highest in the body on the eighth day of birth, which is the coagulant mm-hmm. vitamin, which is when God says the circumcise on the eighth day. And it's like, yeah. dude, mind blowing. God, you're amazing that science is catching up to prove the truth of god and sadly we've had deceivers in that discipline rather than men that love god and want to see god get the glory in that discipline
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah with uh with aaron um you know we wanted to go to to israel uh there's some really key things that are coming out there and uh i've been looking in the bible and reading about the ephod and the crystals on the ephod and God only chose anisotropic gems, um, and so they d- we didn't even know about that till the 70s. Um, and here we are, thousands of years before they knew about anisotropic gems and how God only used those. And then from my side of it, um, you know, I've been researching how people lie. When you lie, it comes from a different part of your brain. Um, and so those crystals, if you tell the truth, then pure light comes from f- comes out of you, and those crystals will actually have a response. Um, And I finally got firsthand knowledge uh, from a gentleman that did a documentary in Israel that they do light up when you tell the truth, when you're walking in truth. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Um, So the original ephod that God created was the first lie detector. Um, And so when the high priest would put it on and you come in and you say, wow, God gave me this vision. and then, and then he would look down and he'd be like, whoa, I, I feel the glory, right? The glory, the glow coming off because the stones will actually glow. Um, and, and they call that pure light or cross polarized light. Um, it's like a laser light that only goes straight right now, you know, there's light bouncing all over your room. Yeah, um, but yeah. Yeah, but when you tell the truth, you're sending out pure light, and um, and that's really incredible. So I was like, wow, that's so awesome that God provided the first light detector. And here we just thought it was a really cool looking breastplate. Right. You know, it looked right. looked all shine, looked all shiny. Um, but God used, you know, He used exact um, stones, and He mentioned it three times in the Bible, right? So mm-hmm. you, even in Ezekiel and Revelations, yeah. Uh, yeah. even New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem is only made from anisotropic jewels, uh, mm-hmm. which is Incredible! So I'm, I'm super excited about this knowledge that's coming out, um, and I've been writing a big paper on it. So I've been going through and linking it, and actually what tribes are linked to which stone, and um, and what they mean, and and of course Hebrew and Greek and the mathematics behind it. And it's getting really exciting right now.
0: Amazing, brother! Amazing. <laughs> um, what's God shown you through this whole process? Like, what's the intimate learnings that you've had?
1: Hmm. Uh, I think I've had in my mind that I just finished my 21 day fast on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I've had in my mind, these voices that are like always telling you, you're, you're not good enough. You're not worthy. Um, you know, I, I do communion and, uh, and, and of course I've surrendered myself to God and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, every day I'm like, God, I'm washing myself clean. I'm yours. Um, but I think there's, there's a lot of voices that are still, we're still working through. It's kind of like layers of an onion. Yeah. You peel through a layer, and you're like, "Wow, I've had a big breakthrough!" And yes, I'm on fire. But then there's another layer that comes up. You know, where our life—you um, know—we we have pretty good. Majority of people have pretty good memories, but I mean, how many people can remember their birth? I have two clients that actually can remember coming out of their mother's uh, womb after doing the NeuroVisor. Uh, so they're like, "You were there when you were born, but do you remember it?" It's pretty traumatic being born, and yes. so our body blocks yeah. out trauma, um, and so. Uh, I think this is my big mission right now is to help unlock all this trauma so that we can give it to the Lord. Just like when Jesus cast out demons, he called them out by name. And so I think we have to truly understand who we are to be whole. And so when. Duke University did the research on Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS. No one's ever healed that before. And they now have 100 documented cases of ALS being healed. And they also noticed that whenever the doctor says you're going to die in two years, that's what they say when you've been diagnosed with ALS. When the symptoms show up, you you got two years to live. They die on that day. I mean, it's a curse. Um, And what they realized the only way to heal it is when we go through trauma, we become fractured. Um, So if you've been sexually abused, if you've walked through just horrible grief, and some people, I mean, they grieve uh, over their dog dying. It doesn't have to be some gigantic movie scenario, but part of yourself leaves and you get fractured and then demonic energy entities, spirits um, can attach to that. And so you have to be made whole. And I think that's where um, the big mission is right now is God's calling out for his children to be whole again. Um, yes. Because when you're whole, you really come into your power. Um, and if you go back to before the flood, you know, Noah's time, everybody had modified DNA. There was only eight people left on the earth that didn't have yes. modified yes. uh, modifying themselves. And that's so right. we're looking for outside sources to become whole and to become better, but it's actually an inside job. Um, somebody tells you that, oh, hey, I can heal your cancer well they're lying to you because you heal your cancer it's an inside job Mm. um and so i think that's my big revelation right now it's just i'm on a mission to help provide tools um and to help people become whole again and Mm. uh, i'm on to something really big with this neurovisor project the guy that invented it, his name is garnet he raises apes in thailand he's kind of a unique guy um but he's been really open to um to helping me on this mission and a clinical level um, to be able to get people off drugs and to be able to calm all the noise and get their memory back. And when you get your memory back, you're like, okay, this is traumatic. I do not want to remember watching my dog die. Yes. I do not want to remember going through that. But then also with with Jesus and with the Lord and with faith, um, God will heal that. And then you realize, wait a minute, that's a superpower I just got. Yeah. I lived through that. Yes. I got a badge of honor. I survived being, um, you know, if it's sex trafficked, I survived being a drug addict. Yes. And now I have authority and if we can get our memories back and we can heal the trauma then now we're going to walk in authority and if I can walk up to people and in Jesus name give up those drugs we're going to break that curse of addiction right now um and this is an authority that God has given me and I've been so blessed to help so many people get off drugs um and I just want to keep keep the train going
0: I love it brother I love it brother god bless you,
1: god bless you. <laughs> yeah.
0: really uh you know we're going to close here in a sec but my journey has been such a, and I'm just listening to you. I was raised in Christianity, but also severely <laughs> abused my in my own personal life, sexually, physically, all those things. And was it was so intertwined with going to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, worship practice. I became the kid that led the prayer around the flagpole in junior high. And I worship leader at my high school group and worship leader in college at a big church and worship leader at other churches. And and led my own ministry and was on staff of ministries and worked in churches. And, but I left Christianity and I did this podcast in 2020, why I left Christianity to find the love of God. And, and I've read the King James Bible cover to cover seven times. I've, I mean, you know, the consumption of like truth. I just wanted truth. I really wanted love, but I was confused by love. So I really needed truth. And it's interesting that God is bringing me. I've had a lot of judgment on the Christian like you. I, I, I mean, not like you, but I mean, when you're saying to burn it all down, I do think it would be beneficial if the lights went out for a little bit so that we could really get back to what the truth is and that there's God and there is us. And apart from him, we are nothing, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's interesting as I'm hearing you talk and I'm like, man, God, you're so good. You know, all these verses pop in my, my mind. Like I, I can remember the Bible very literally. Can So it's like, be holy in all manner of conversation as it's written, be holy for I am holy. It's like wholeness, our words and the wholeness of who we are are intertwined. And you're saying cursing, feeding. I mean, it's it's incredible what God is doing. And it's such a beautiful story and the light that you shine, brother, and the love that you have and the joy. You know, there are nine things that God says that nothing can stand against them, which is love, joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, temperance, meekness against such. There is no law. There's nothing to indict those nine fruits. And I see those in your life, brother. And I just want to thank you for trying to prove god wrong <laughs> so god could prove you right you know what i'm saying like yeah. he can flip it on you cuz it's a really beautiful story and i know this episode is going to going to rock a lot of people <laughs> you know awesome. it's rocking awesome. me and it's a beautiful thing
1: it's a beautiful oh, I'm, thing. I'm so glad yeah i know i'm i'm, I'm going to be speaking at the uh uh JAHC the international homeopathic convention and um and so i've been kind of under the radar for, for a lot of years. Um, and, and mainly because I had to really clean up my life. Um, you know, I like, it came from a very, very immoral, unconscious world, um, into, um, living for, living for the Lord. And so I want to make sure that I'm also clean and I've gotten rid of those spirits as well. Yeah. Uh, spirit of judgment also was heavy, heavy, heavy duty in yeah. me. Um, yeah. you know, especially when I got to see behind the scenes and see how dark and evil these people are. And now what I see is I actually don't see the dark and evil in the people. I see that they're demonized. I yes. see that they, if those spirits and those demons are gone, they would actually be good people. Mm. Um, but many people have have literally lost so much of their soul. Um, it's like they're unreachable. And so that's, that's now up to God. And so I just pray for everybody. I pray for our government. I pray for our leaders. Um, I know it's really bad right now, especially when you look yeah. at people of blood. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, God can heal anything. and everything and as we're going into this beautiful jubilee time i think there's going to be a big opportunity um to to really help heal god's kingdom and bring people into the light um, but some people are super stubborn and so they have to go through all of these yeah all of these conditions to wake up i'm i was one of them i was so stubborn and i had to go through um literally my whole life uh, I related to the story of job and so my nickname was job for a little while and I was like <laughs> I really felt like I was the story of job and then here I am completely restored everything I lost has been given back um and now I have a gigantic family I got 13 people now that are that are working on this mission with me and so we've we've really expanded from the trunk of my car to <laughs> um, to taking over a giant doctor's office to continue our research. And, um, and again, we're not healing anyone. Um, they heal themselves. And so that's where our big mission is. And sometimes the healing isn't meant to be, uh, your, um, the the sickness is your teacher. And so if you go in and say, Hey, it takes you three years to become an engineer and you walk in and say, okay, I've been here one week, um, then then how are you going to really be a good engineer? You, you have to really go in and put it through. So I see a lot of people that are going through something terrible in their life and um, God's keeping them alive, but it's also iron sharpens iron. Right. And so these tough, tough situations are shaping us into who we are. So, And also in heaven, there is no suffering. So if I was in heaven right now, I, I wouldn't ever have sickness, disease, trials, mm-hmm. um, uh, issues with bills, right? Uh, all of that isn't there, but then here I have it. So now I can actually praise God in my suffering. So it's like really cool. I'm like, God, look what I'm made of. Like I've had the worst day ever and I'm still praising <laughs> you. I'm still loving you. Like, wow. right. I just wow. like, I've had 20 terrible phone calls and I love you yeah. with all my heart. It's all good, you know, yeah. and, uh, yeah. because this life is so temporary. Yes. And I just hope that that message that we're speaking right now really goes into someone's heart it really helps them shift um you can't change what happens to you but you can change the way you react to it um and that's a really really powerful thing especially when you can see it under the microscope and you can see your blood right i can go out and see somebody break out the windows in my car and i can get super upset or i can say wow god have pity on them and Mm -hmm. i just got to get it fixed i can't go back and and curse and make the windows go back um and if i looked at my blood under a microscope and i got really upset i would immediately turn acidic Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I would be aging myself super fast. And so I want to grow old and still look young.
0: <laughs> right. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Brother, I've never done this on any podcast episode, but would you pray as we close out for people listening? Oh yeah.
1: Back? Yeah. I'd be honored to. Um, Father God, I pray with all that I am, my heart, my mind, my body, my spirit, my strength, my everything. Uh, it's been such a pleasure to speak with my brother uh, Lucas and, uh, and what he's doing. Uh, I just, it's my first time talking to him in person, but I've been going on and watching what he's doing and seeing his heart and who he is, um, and I just pray a blessing over him and all the listeners. I just pray Ephesians 6 that the full suit of armor comes over us, um, that we are protected from any attack. Because with you, Father God, nothing can touch us, nothing can harm us, uh, not even a bullet. Um, and that's that's how powerful you are, Father God. You are the Alpha, the Omega, the Omnipresent. And so I pray uh, blessings in his ministry. I pray blessings in the ministry of all of our listeners. I pray that uh, the seeds that we talked about today that are planted deep in their hearts, um, that this will turn into something beautiful, that will grow uh, into a garden that glorifies you, that will Grow into changes and overcome addiction, overcome um, hatred, and, and and allow forgiveness to really come in. And so I pray, Father God, for all these listeners, um, that they have a touch of heaven right now. And I pray this in the name of Jesus. And as my brother said, the Shema, Shema, O Israel, Elohim Adonai, Eloheinu Adonai, God. Amen.
0: Amen, brother. Amen. Thank you, thank you, brother. I will put your website in the show notes i will put your instagram is there any other area that or place that you want people to connect with you
1: uh no no i'm uh right now we're uh i'm very very excited about uh, again the um what we're going to do with sharing with the homeopathic convention and really sharing our research they're trying to in legislation get rid of homeopathy so it's a big battle that we have coming up ahead Um, and then the other thing is the, is the neurovisor to give people, uh, an ability to get off the drugs, to get off the noise and to calm the nervous system. And so that is on our website. Um, so I really encourage everyone to, to really look into it and have hope. Um, and of course, we're if we're here in uh, Thousand Oaks, California, uh, but we can also mail things uh, uh, around the country to, to find to try to find people to have that are suffering to give them some relief and help in their life. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, and I'm also here to encourage you. So anything I can do to help, but yeah, we just like our website and Instagram is pretty new. I, I we we've been undercover for years, and so now we're finally we're finally coming into the light um, because we don't want to be. Um, As as the Bible says, the worst thing you can do is mislead a child. Um, And so it's very important that what we're doing has integrity. Uh, It's very important that what we're doing, that we're coming through and that we're uh, not harming anyone. And, you know, I asked a doctor, when did you you stop uh, uh, being a doctor, right? When did you stop? following the Hippocratic oath to do no harm, you know, and, and ask your doctor that when did you stop being a doctor? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're not here to practice medicine on people, but we're here to help people. Um, and so, yeah, so it's a big, it's a big thing. And, and the only way you're going to really do that is with prayer. And so when people come in, uh, you start with prayer, you end with prayer, um, and that, that God is your healer. And so we're just here to help figure out why you're sick in the first place. God will take care of the rest.
0: So beautiful, brother. God bless you. I'm so glad he came on. Thank you.
1: Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: As I've been doing this podcast since 2017, and I've never felt the presence of God more than I felt in this episode. Justin, thank you. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says God loves, we love God because he first loved us. God loves us. And it is our job to come to that place of surrender, to face the pain, speak the pain, release the pain, to get out that which is within so that you can create space for more of the beauty, the love, the presence of the most high in your life. Jesus, if you think of Jesus, think one way to think of Jesus is the antivirus software that clears out every malware, every spirit, every demonic entity or frequency that is not in the aligned truth of your original design? The creator, the most high, designed you to be that pure vessel. Jesus coming in clears it all out. So I bless you all with so much love, so much goodness, truth, beauty, and virtue. Go check out Justin's website. I'll put it in the show notes in the Instagram. Let us heal, dear brothers and sisters. Let us love, love, and love one another. Let us love God, for God is love. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. And as we walk in the light, he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. May that be a blessing to you, my dear brother and sister. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.